no Silas today, no Hassan today, just Gia. Hope you guys have had uh, a wonderful week like I have. This is, I think, our first episode after Christmas, so happy holidays to you guys. Hope your holidays have been awesome. Hope you enjoyed Boxing Day fixtures and hope your team was not shit like Chelsea. Let's start today with um okay actually how my week was um pretty good pretty good saw my siblings uh my dad my mom spent you know the holidays with family like you should um that was cool went to a few parties and lost one of my earbuds but met a really pretty girl so you know all is right with the world now to football while at the party actually i caught one of the games uh the liverpool west brom game which we're going to start from um as expected by me at least sam aladice or sam aladice worked his magic and got a draw at liverpool they were really lucky to stay in the game as long as they did because um liverpool had so much command of the game and Allardyce's tactics forced um, West Brom to sit really, really deep. At some point, it seemed like all the players were like inside the box to defend against Liverpool. And Liverpool's centre-backs were in the West Brom half of the field. I, I don't know that I have seen something like that before. I think... The closest was Man City last season where they would often dominate teams and just keep them penned in their own half. And once the ball goes back to their half, Edison recycles it. But honestly, it was just utter and complete domination from Liverpool who should have been out of sight in this game, you'd think. Um, They didn't really have that many clear-cut chances because of, you know, West Brom's tactics, which were like just, you know, be really, really, really deep. But it created a few good chances and showed, I think, what the blueprint for a decent attacking team in the modern era should look like. Not just crossing the ball aimlessly, you know, looking for specific players. There are times where Arnold would have the ball and they would pass the ball around, pass the ball around, you know, looking lethargic and not really not really looking to, looking to cause much problems, like just keep keeping the ball. And once West Brom seemed to drop their guard, which to their credits they very rarely did, they would play in that pass into the box or in between the lines because players were just making runs here and there. They weren't just static and waiting for the ball to come and then releasing it a la Arsenal. But um, somehow... <laughs> Aladice's luck, just, I, I don't even know. The, the, the guy who scored the goal for Breast Brom, a Nigerian guy, Semi uh, Ajayi, with the most awkward goal you would ever see. I mean, before the goal, they did get one decent chance, but, you know, just it was just okay. Not, Ederson made a decent save. If he was a better player... Maybe it's that been a bigger chance, but what's his name? Grant was never going to score that. But Liverpool's injury woes continue again with 
Matip coming off injured and I didn't really see what happened. It seemed like Henderson took so, Paul Matip, Paul Liverpool. Okay, now to Spurs. Spurs drew again so much for them being tied to challenges and it seems like Mourinho is consistently trying to downplay that title challenger thing that seemed to be starting to stick to Tottenham. Credit to Hassan, he called it. Although they made a lightning quick start to the match with Nambele's goal from outside the box, it was mostly Wolves from there. And even the XG tells that Wolves were the better team as the game went on. They had so many chances. I mean, Fabio Silva is going, probably going to be a wonderful striker. He's young. He has wonderful movement. He's a decent dribbler. I'm sure if he grows into his body a little bit more, gets a little bit more experience in the Premier League, he seems like a decent player, a young player. I think he's like 19. But he should have won the game for, for Wolves there. I mean, cre- I mean the body drop off um, Dyer's head, like... It seemed like Dyer was going to get that ball fine. But, you, I mean, let that ball come down to your feet and just hit it. He, he really could have won the game. It was really sad. But at least they, co- they both come away with one point. And now to the moments that you have been waiting for. On Boxing Day, while Twitter Nigeria was taking the day very seriously, Frank Lampard decided to pull off an absolute disaster class against Arsenal. And not just any Arsenal. An Arsenal that has picked one point in, was it seven games? Or something silly like that. And we go to Arsenal with the kind of team that we have assembled to lose 3-1. Now, how did this happen? Credit to Arsenal where to do they came out of the blocks you know they came out flying for uh, i mean what's that what's the term again they came flying out of the blocks right from the from the onset from the beginning of the match they were at it they created a really big chance in the very early stages which they really very easily could have could have scored and if they had scored then it would now be like okay maybe the team was caught cold and they weren't really, you know, expecting it. But before the game and in in all the prior, um, you know. So, before the game, with all the... Um, before the game, when... Um, so, before the game, in like the pre-game news conference, Lampard, Lampard talked about how... They wanted to, uh, he didn't, he wanted the players to kind of, you know, guard against complacency. They should not really think that it's an easy game. They shouldn't come with the wrong mindsets, blah, blah. True. Emil Smith Rowe had a wonderful game as well, it should be said. Um, very young player, but he, his hunger was apparent throughout. Same as Sh- uh, Saka, same as Martinelli. I feel like Martinelli caused. Um, James a lot of problems with his movements because he's not the I don't know if it's the tactics I don't know if it's the tactics or how he plays but his movements made it so 
His movement made it so every time he drifts closer into infield to the box, he pens James. And there's a lot of space out wide for somebody to cross from like Tierney, um, like like Tierney. And every now and then, most Smith Rowe drifts out wide as well to create some space. Credit to Arsenal. They did okay. They did the basics. Stayed strong when they should have. They had their few shaky moments. You know, just the normal Arsenal that everybody has been beating. But for some reason, Frank Lampard came to this match starting Timo Werner on the left again for the how many it's match now that this thing hasn't worked. Fair enough, you can give me the arguments that, oh, uh, he hasn't played enough games, so they, he's, they are trying to certainly limit the team, blah, 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 blah. Before we bought this guy from RB Leipzig, he played off another striker because he has, you know, decent movement, fantastic pace. So, you know, the big man, little man dynamic that was very popular in England at some point. And sometimes, although on paper, he was... You know, he can be out, outright on the left. But that only works if there's a striker or an attacking midfielder that he can play off. That he can like drop the ball and run into space and expect the ball. You know, Werner is most dangerous inside the box. But for some reason, Lampard, even after Callum Hudson-Odoi has returned from injury, because he returned in the prior match and I think he was on the bench, Lampard still starts this guy out of position. And oftentimes, Arsenal made sure to to isolate him with one player. You know, because Werner can't really beat a man. He's not a dribbler. Yes, he has pace, but what's the worst that is going to happen? Kick and run. That's exactly what David James does. That doesn't work. That's why United fans are angry. Yes, if you can play the ball in this space for him to chase... He will catch it most likely. Why play this guy consistently out of position? You are the one that told the team not to take Arsenal lightly. Why are you playing us a man down? Because even in the build-up for Arsenal, there are times where because of Werner's natural tendency to drop infield, he ends up pressing a central defender which opens up space on the right. And then Arsenal usually attack from that right avenue because Werner is not he's not going to be tracking back. That's not his role as a player. That's he has he's not a winger, he's not a midfielder. That's just even Werner. And come half time, great, good substitutions. Alright. Please tell me why Tammy Abraham is still starting that game. Why is Tammy Abraham starting the game? Okay, yes, he has started. We got to half time. You make changes. But he didn't bring your own Giroud. And Lampard insisted on the team crossing and crossing and crossing. At the point, Tammy Abraham had to come and find space on the right to cross. To who? I do not know. Because there was just Pulisic in the box. And I think um, Kante right outside the box or something. It, it made no sense. Like, it boggles the mind. As the manager, tell me why a, a player is injured, you know, that's an injury that probably needs surgery. 
but we rushed this guy in anyway to play the game when a perfectly healthy, even though he's half the ability, is our captain. But I, 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 do, I don't get, man. James was clearly not fit. Chiro, clearly not fit. I, I feel like we didn't give ourselves the best chance to win that game. And to be honest, I feel like Lampard should just leave the team. Because if we're going to be the kind of team that actually wins titles like we have been over the years, this is not the guy to do it for us. He has shown that very well because his insistence. I mean, look how the game changed when Callum Hudson-Odoi came on. I'm not even... He, he made it the third most crosses in the game. Isolated Tierney a lot of the times one-on-one. Beat him. You know, put in a decent ball. You know, make the best chance for your teammates to get into to get into the box and then get on the end of the, cha- the crosses that you, are cross- that you are putting into the box in the first place. Pulisic was central to everything that was good that Chelsea created in that game. Why is your your instruction to the team not give that guy the ball? Why are we just crossing on the right consistently when nobody's getting on the end of it? Can we try to use the other flank, please? Maybe. I mean, Arsenal didn't have to do much. They just had to do the basics. Keep the ball, counter-attack when they win the ball back. I mean, they scored from two set pieces. They still have problems. We had higher expected goals. And that should tell you, I feel like, all that you need to know. Yes, Arsenal were lucky. They got the rub of the green. Great. Chelsea were unlucky at points. Yes. But with that team and with the form that we have, that Arsenal have been in, you would think that at least a draw or that the manager would at the very least make competent changes to affect the game in a positive way for his team. But he he actually came after the game and was blaming the players. It, it boggles the mind. Should Arteta had, have a team like what Chelsea have, honestly, I think he would do better because this man ju- is just showing that he's a fraud. I think Lampard needs to leave Chelsea. This, this rant has gone on long enough. So that's enough about that about Chelsea. Um, from a very exciting subject to a, an extremely boring subject in Manchester City, who somehow, after being one of the most entertaining teams in England and even in Europe, have become utterly and completely boring in I, I, in the worst way possible. Really, I don't really know. It's still more of the same kind of Man City wing play, half space attack. Uh, but I don't know, man. It's just really boring. But credit to them, 2-0. They're coming back into the table. Yeah, Man City, blah, blah. And I think that will do it for the show today. A really short show when it's just me talking by myself. Uh, if you would like this kind of show more often, please feel free to comment below. Your feedback is very, very important to us. And there's still going to be some games today. I think there's Leicester already played or are currently playing as I record. And my goodness, Crystal Palace are leading Leicester City 1-0. 
as I recall, with Zaha with the goal assisted by Andros Townsend. But it has been Leicester dominating throughout. And like Leicester, snatch and grab, will they be able to hold on? You guys will know by the time the episode drops. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to the show. My name is Gia. Uh, compliments of the season. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year ahead. Yeah. Yeah.